Yes, yes. Cool. Then, AKA, Mr. What is your Instagram handle? Red glasses. Red dude? glasses, dude. Red AKA... glasses, dude. Oh, they're black today, though. AKA Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> apologies, apologies. So I, I got home. I was rushing to get home because we'd, we'd agreed to do this podcast at nine. I get home, there's a guest in my house, an unwanted guest. <laughs> and uh, I was like, she needs to hurry up and leave, man. Denny's going to be here any minute. 20 minutes later, call Denny, where you at? Oh, oh sorry, man. I had a power nap. <laughs> Old man flex. <laughs> Old man flex. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So uh, today is episode officially, I guess. Officially, it. episode one. Yes. Yeah. Um. So what's 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 the what's on the agenda today? Well, this this was uh this was the thing we were kind of just shooting out ideas about what to go over today. Yeah. Um, and not wanting to like skit over too many things, and I think we just obviously it's quite late. And uh, we both had a long day at work, so we just talk about something a bit more casual, like, for example, uh, fatherhood or parenthood, as it were. Cool. Um, yeah. Obviously, both having quite different perspectives on it, um, mm-hmm. or or even just different experience on it. So for yourself. So for myself, um, currently thirty-seven. OG. OG in the game. I have my 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 daughter. I've just got one, one child. That you know um, of. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I had her like well, she's seventeen now, so um, she's a young adult. So um, pimping from a young age, basically. Yeah, you know, I, it's 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 weird because obviously, while it obviously wasn't planned, obviously you wouldn't want things differently, but you do grow and learn. And but I'm happy, and she's she's actually amazing. She is amazing. She's good. She's very very good uh, compared to what I was like at that age. So what about you, Liz? Um, well, I, I was an OG uh, before I had before I had a kid. I got a, a little boy. He's only one. In fact, just just turned one. Um, so yeah, it was a bit it was a bit weird because I I wanted to have kids from a very very young age. Like I remember being like fifteen, sixteen. I was like, man. I want to be a dad. I want to have me some kids. Rudy Lewis. Yeah, man. My parents were like, if you bring a girl home pregnant, we're killing you. We're kicking you out. And I actually caught beats at home as well. So I, I actually believed my parents when they were like, yeah, yeah, you, we'll, we'll kill you. So I waited, got married first and then uh, and then had a little one. Nice. So yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, it's kind of weird, like the whole, the whole journey into parenthood. It's like if you go back to the beginning... Like twenty is not that young, really. Like nowadays, our, the way our culture has changed. Yeah, you get some kids, and they're like fifteen, sixteen, having kids. Yeah, yeah. So was it when when you first out find out that we was pregnant? Were you like, were you really like terrified of it? Do you know what? I was like, I remember, I was like, okay, and then it's like, right, we'll go to the doctor, get it double checked. Uh, like double check the results and that and I remember just saying because we were only together for about six months and I'll give that and I remember just saying whatever you whatever you decide and whatever happens in the future like I'm always going to be there for my child 
Like now I can go back, I'll be like, bitch, get rid of that joke. <laughs> no, so, so I made that promise to her. I like the, I like the fact then, that you were like, I'll always be there for my child. Because you were only six months into the relationship. So you're like, I'm not going to say I'm always going to be there for you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know enough. <laughs> so so, so I, I said that. Um, and I like to think I've stuck by that. Um, yeah, obviously, I think the circumstance wasn't ideal. It was like before I went to university. So in fact, my daughter was born in July and I started university the following October. So literally a couple of months after. Um, obviously working part-time, doing all that. And then me and, me and her mum only stayed together for about a year after. Okay. So I think it was just after Mia's first birthday. Oh, so, uh, shout out Mia <laughs> and um, uh, she yeah so 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 ever since then like for the for the most part we've got on mm. um, I've got a really really good relationship with my daughter obviously I don't really how old she is as I mentioned 17 I don't really need to liaise with her mother as much to speak to her because kids these age have mobile phones and that at 17 like she's she's had a she's Mobile phone, just like she's an OG for as far as mobile phones go. Yeah, she's had one for years. So um, yeah, don't really want to talk too much on uh, obviously the relationships. The relationship, yeah. But gen- I mean, generally, generally, like even with her mother, like the relationship's been mm. pretty good. And then, like, so so when she was pregnant, did you did you feel like like you were ready for for what was coming? And were you getting like a lot of advice from people or? I'll tell you the worst thing I think that ever happened was my mum said, I must have been speaking to my mum. She hit you upside the back of your head. Nah, nah. My mum turned around and said, oh, um, like, just be patient because, uh, like, women can, their hormones can play up when they're pregnant and this can last for years afterwards as well. You were like, what She the... said this in front of my daughter's oh, mother and dear. everything for a while was but it could be the homo oh, she, <laughs> like, oh. she looked at your mom like thank you for that yeah, i got yeah. i got a free pass Basically. but you know when um so like it, so the house that i grew up in mm. my mom was quite i said unwell after she gave birth to my youngest brother who is now oh god he'll be 21 next month mm-hmm. um so i was like 12 or so when he was born mm. And I was like changing nappies and feeding him and stuff and whatever. Maybe that might be why I was broody because I I felt like I'd already raised a kid. In fact, I remember uh, when we went on holiday and he was like four or five years old, I had people approaching me and they were like telling me how well I was doing for being a young father. And I was like, this is my little brother. Yeah, you need to chill. (laughs) I would have been like 12, 13, raising it, like having a kid. Like that's a bit much. Yeah. So initially i was like very dismissive when people were like giving me advice um because you know something my my brother-in-law said he's like that especially like after he was born i said people are going to come give you advice everyone's going to come and give you advice and they're all going to tell you things that they think is the right thing yeah. and a lot of it's going to be really conflicting just just ignore all of it like he, he's like even i'm going to come and give you advice ignore me yeah yeah it's just something that we do yeah you do you do what you feel is best, mm-hmm. but when people give you advice, just nod and smile and say thanks. Yeah, because everyone thinks they're doing it the right way. Everyone. Yeah, very true. Very and 
you know there's there's a lot of stuff even like in the early stages now so um so my boy's only one right so he can he can walk around fine he's like almost running but talking he's he's nowhere near that yet like he gets dad dad and mama out but we don't even say we say papa in, in like my wife refers to me as papa and not dada yeah so he doesn't know what dada means he's just making noise um but he obviously kids understand through tone what you're trying to infer yeah so he'll do something a little bit naughty and i'll tell him no and then he'll look at me and smile he knows it's naughty yeah yeah but then i'll raise my voice tell him no again and he's he like he does it he just looks at me and then he he starts bawling yeah he puts his head down on the floor everything right <laughs> then my wife goes to pick him up she's like it's all right she's gonna pick him up i'm like no 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 if i'm telling him off yeah. I'm telling him off. Yeah. If he's going to sulk for five minutes, he sulks for five minutes. If he sulks for 10 minutes, he sulks for 10 minutes. Yeah. He needs to know. Yeah. And that's where I feel like you can, like, like people, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that having a child will help your relationship. Yeah. And it does the exact opposite. Like, it puts strain, excess strain in your relationship. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I agree. I think, um, I think that's one of the reasons as well I've, I've been extra careful because at the time it definitely added strain to um, our relationship. Um, there were plenty of other factors. We're very, very different people, um, so there was there was there was loads of other things involved. But it definitely does change the dynamics of a relationship. Um, luckily. And obviously, I have to big big up my daughter's mum because, as I said, I've mentioned my daughter's an amazing person like she's actually you know she's good like she doesn't get herself in trouble she doesn't really drink um at that she doesn't she's not, she's not legally old enough to <laughs> yeah well you know what i mean apart like, from yeah. apart from at dinner under supervisation of adults yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, supervision even but well, i mean just sort of going out and stuff she's, she's quite sensible yeah um but we've got a very good relationship and obviously she lives with her mum um so obviously i have to give her give her mum credit uh because obviously she's played a, a part in that, I guess. Um, <laughs> Just a little part, you yeah. know. Um, Keeping her. But we've got a good, we've got a good relationship. Like she, as I said, she's old enough to pick up the phone to me whenever she needs to. We'll do things like go out for go out for lunch, go out for dinner, go to the cinema. Um, whenever it's family stuff, like she's always, you know, I have to chase her a little bit sometimes, but she'll always make sure she's there. Um, yeah, so she's 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 a. Uh, She's a good girl. She's a good girl. Were there like were there things that before she was born you were like I'm never going to let her do this. She's going to have to do that, and this is how it's going to go. And then what? after she was born, that went out the window. Do you know what? Definitely, like, I definitely think like my my. I plan to have more kids, but I, I, there's a lot of things I would do differently. Okay. Um, I think I'd be more strict. Because Mia was so good. I didn't have to be strict with her, mm. which probably meant I gave her a little bit. It's weird because she she didn't she didn't she she didn't stray or do anything bad, but it meant there was less structure. So she did if she didn't want to do anything after half an hour, she could just move on to the next one. Like she'll do swimming, then piano, then you know. And there wasn't really much yeah, structure. Yeah. I would be more strict in terms of getting them to stick to something. Yeah. Um. But saying that. Um, my general rule, the general rule I've always had with Mia is, and this is generally how we talk, it's just, just don't be a dick. Like, you know when you're, you know, when you're being an idiot. 
yeah, from, yeah. from quite a young age, you can, I can say to you, was that wrong? Was that right? You know it was wrong, just don't do it. That's generally how I am with her. Like, I remember, um, this is just an example, like, she wanted to, she was going out, she just started, when she started going out with friends, and um, had a conversation, obviously, I know there's going to be alcohol, I think she was just before she was 16, or was, um, so some of her friends were turning 16, so it was like a 16th birthday party, basically, no adults there, it was at a house, I was like, of course there's going to be alcohol, um, just don't, you've got, you've got your tutor tomorrow, if you go to the party and tomorrow you've got such a hangover that we have to cancel your tutor, you've done something stupid. If you're all good, like, and then you can get on with your tutor and do whatever you're supposed to do this with the day, then then cool, isn't it? Mm. Um, on that occasion, she had a headache the next day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was what I told her off for. It wasn't the fact she drunk. It wasn't the fact that she... Um, Mister, it was it was around the lesson yeah. around by di- by drinking so much, you've now had a knock on effect and ruined something that's actually going to benefit going to benefit yeah. you. Um, so I speak to her and try and talk to her more, even when she was younger. Like every time she done something, I'd ask her like why she done it, and she would only ever get in trouble. She couldn't give me a reason, mm. which has actually backfired because obviously now she's she she's become quite smart. So now she's always got an answer. But I like that. I like her to be able to challenge things. Like, if you can justify it, then we're all good. Yeah. If you can't... If you can justify it, you can get away with it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The <laughs> thing is, like, there's, there's like, ideological boundaries that some people have. Like, obviously, you said like, Mia's quite good. Mm. So, it's like, I... If someone asks me, like, would you ever hit your kids? I'm like, yes, I would. Yeah. Straight. Will that change in the future? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. The thing is, like, so I obviously like I work with kids yeah and I can see there are some kids that I'm looking at them, I'm thinking I know you don't get slapped at home yeah I know you don't get slapped at home yeah and if you did you wouldn't be such a handful mm-hmm. and uh, in fact there's there's one kid in particular who when he was he was about seven so um little background I'm so I teach martial arts for anyone that doesn't know and I took over this club like five years ago, maybe six years ago. So this kid was about seven, maybe eight years old, and um, he was he was talking to uh, his his mum was talking to someone, and he wanted to go to the park. He walked up to his mum, said, "Mum, I want to go to the park." Then he punched her in the stomach. Now wow. you'd think like a seven, eight year old kid punched the stomach's not that bad. Yeah. This kid, he's he's always been like a really solid, tough kid. Yeah. And uh, and like you could see, his mum was actually physically hurt by yeah. the punch. Yeah. And I I pulled his mum to one side, and I was like, "How are you how are you getting on with him at home?" And that she broke down in tears as I asked. She's like, "It's really difficult. He doesn't listen to me. He's very violent. He lashes out." Da, da, da. I was like, okay. So so this is what I want you to do. I said, "You give him three warnings, and you tell him after each warning how many warnings he's got left." Right. And you tell him the consequences is that you're going to tell me. Yeah. Right? And that I will deal with him. Because a lot of times kids are more afraid of like the school teacher. Yeah, Or definitely. like someone outside the outside yeah. the house. Um, so she was like, okay, cool, cool. I'll do that. I was like, you got, you got to do it. You have to stick to it. She was like, yeah, yeah, I will, I will. So the next week comes and kid goes into the class. And I just step outside for a second. I'm like, so, so how did he get on this week? Was he all right? 
because because you didn't call me and I did say to you like call me I don't care you can call me eleven o'clock at night if yeah. he's acting up and you see so she goes uh, she goes no no he he was okay this week he was good yeah I was like okay great so then I walked into the hall and I was like so kid uh, your mum tells me that you uh, you've not been so good this week and that you used up all of your warnings and he was he looked at me like in shock and he went <laughs> but she promised she wouldn't say anything she promised. And I was like, right. So I went back outside, said to the mum, I said, he just told me that he has been naughty because I told him that you told me. She was like, ah, I go, so you lied to me. I tried to help you yeah. and you lied to me because you're trying to protect your son. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I said, okay, but you're not protecting him. You're enabling him. Yeah. So I'm going to punish him still because he was naughty. And if you, if you actually want my help, you will enforce this. Yeah. So six months later, that kid's school teacher came to my club and was like, do you teach such and such a kid? I was like, sorry, I don't know who you are. I can't tell you who yeah, I do and don't course, teach. Yeah. There's like, he's like, I know you do. The reason why I came to see you is because I've noticed such a massive difference in this kid's behavior. Oh, wow. He's so much better. And for me, that, I was like, that's, that's sick. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Now, this kid, uh, like a few years later, he stopped training. He stopped coming to my yeah. club. And then, and that was fine. And then he came back. Yeah. And at the point of him coming back, I start to hear from his parents. He's having fights outside school. He's getting involved with the police. Da, 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 da. All this stuff's going on. Yeah. And his dad's saying to me, like, he swears at his mum. He called his mum a C-U-N-T, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I just asked the dad straight. I was like, do you ever hit him? He's like, no, no, I've, I do feel like it sometime, but I've, like, I can't do it. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's your problem. This, like, and even when, when this kid comes to my club, he loves sparring. He loves to fight. Yeah. Until you put someone bigger in front of him. Right. Until okay. you put someone more skillful in front of him. Yeah. Then it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And I suppose the difference being with me is that, obviously, coming from, from a martial arts background, I've got a bit of control. So... If if I'm gonna punish someone, or even if, even when I'm sparring, like if I was sparring with you, I know what your skills, your abilities are like. I know your ability to take a hit, yeah, and I'll, I'll adjust accordingly. A lot of parents, when they hit kids, they hit out of anger, and they and that's where kids. And I think that's where it. it I totally agree. This thing of you can't hit kids comes from yeah that yeah. So I, I as I said, Mia was quite good, but I'm talking. In relative terms, that doesn't mean she was never. Did naughty. you slap her up? <laughs> I slapped. I, I I I can remember hitting me twice. Right. One of the biggest things that used to frustrate me was was with schoolwork. So when she had homework and she was messing around, and I remember I hit her on the back of the hand once. With your hand or with with my hand? No weaponry. Involved. No, 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 right. no. I did think about picking up the nunchucks, <laughs> but I thought better of it. Um, and her reaction as well, obviously, it was a, more of a shock because I never, ever hit her. Right. Um, so it was that. And I felt really bad because that was, for me, losing control. Even though it was still measured and saying, right, put your hand out. It wasn't just a... a oh, okay. A so you're like, you put your hand out. Yeah. Slap and there was, again, again, there were warnings and stuff. Right. I felt really bad for myself because, to me, that was kind of I ran out of options to get her to do this that I had right. to kind of re re resort to that 
the other time you were drunk <laughs> had a long day <laughs> she said anyway <laughs> no, go on. so the other time was probably she was she must have been about 14 and she was got involved with the wrong crowd okay and it was actually she actually hadn't done anything to me she was actually rude to her mum okay and um i actually slapped her across the face not hard not hard but enough to, to sort of shock her and um and actually i actually it was actually a thought it was actually i actually thought about it <laughs> and actually literally thought because my, my thing is did my, you warm up before <laughs> have a little stretch i was i was, I was, I was uh, slapping tree trucks first of all so my thing is like one of my things like i'm, I'm quite anti hitting kids he says after just admitting to doing it um and one of my things is is like as an adult you deal with people you who piss you off day to day and there's consequences so you don't lash out you have to find other ways yeah because there's consequences so why then would you when because there's i guess there's less consequences like lashing out on your against your kids is in my eyes there's issues with that yeah but just like in the real world when there's consequences even knowing that certain people do certain things and I'll know the consequences if I do anything, but they still might have to catch a kick. Yeah, yeah. And this was the situation what we had had. So I actually thought about it and thought, you know what, actually, how she's acted, things she's said, how rude she's been, I have to do something. Yeah. I have to, I have she, to, like, She must know it's coming. She, yeah. And if she doesn't get it, she's going to be like, right, I'm free now. Exactly, yeah. This, this is acceptable. So, um, so I did. I was like, I kind of literally, was, we were standing up, we are talking. I was literally like, had to pause for three seconds and I was like, this isn't a talking situation. If this, like... It's a beat your ass situation. Yeah, this is like, if, I, if this happened in the street, if this happened anywhere else, if I saw two strangers and someone spoke like that to the other... Like, I would be already be looking to intervene at, yeah. to, the, to, to, the, to the level she took it. I was like, she needs to get one upside the head. So, that changed. As I said, it wasn't hard, but it was enough for her to be like, oh, shit. So, when when this happened, was her mum there? No. Right. And how did how did her mum react to the to the news of the slap? Um, not bad because okay. she, she she obviously she was on the receiving end of of your daughter's nonsense. Yeah, well. but she also knows. Like my, Mia weren't crying. She weren't like it weren't. It was just a little was, shock moment. Yeah, it was just like you you know. Yeah. And, I, and I explained it to her as well. Um, but no, her mum was was really upset, obviously, with more with 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 um, what Mia had 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 done and said. Yeah. More than anything else. So. So did you did you ever catch a beating as a kid? Oh, I used to get beats all the time. Obviously, I think you like from a as as a kid. Like it's weird because it's weird because I look back at certain beats like. Um, from my mum and my stepdad. <laughs> Do you know what's funny though? The way you say it, it's like when people reminisce about old movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I look back on certain beats. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember this one beat and I caught back in '92. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. But like I got beat. Like I remember one. Like the worst scenario was I went to school. Put it this way, my face was so battered 
my mum was literally no word of a lie putting makeup on me to try and like hide it <laughs> I went to school by the second lesson I got pulled to the head teachers obviously the teachers obviously said like yo daddy's black and uh, his face is looking kind of purple today that ain't right and, um, and obviously and, and so I had to go to the head teacher's office he was there questioning me for like a couple of hours and obviously I wasn't saying like you just oh I fell, I fell out of a tree and all this kind of rubbish but obviously it's the social service and not getting involved but um, that was probably the most extreme time. But yeah, I got beat loads of times. But it's weird because while I think it was it was wrong and obviously far too extreme yeah. at times, I still do kind of think nah, it was a different time. And I understand how my parents used to get beat, which was much, much worse. So they were probably thinking to me, yeah. nah, this is nothing. Yeah, we're being lenient <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, we're, we're being lenient on it and stuff. But... Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely um, got beats. Although saying that, the worst punishment I remember ever having was my mum took my Mega Drive off me. That, Evil that, bitch. For real, mate. <laughs> that I was, I was like, literally like no, no, grabbing no. onto it, going, no, no. That was worse than any beats. Oh dear. Going back quickly to what you were saying about, um, just with regards to discipline, one of the things... I think what always worked with Mia, with me, is I never ever used to give her any chances. Okay. I, and I, as I said, I didn't used to smack her. It would be like, if you do something... This is the consequence. This is the consequence. You know that. End of. Mm. Um, and it used to be kind of... It used to, I, I guess you could call it passive-aggressive in some ways. Like, her mum... Like I'd go round there, pop round, and her mum would be like, oh, Mia's done this, Mia's done that. And I'll be like, okay, where she's? Oh, she's in her room because she was naughty. And I'll go into her room. And her room's the best house, like the best room in the yard. Like, she's got a nice TV, she's got all this. So I was like, that's not punishment. Yeah. Like, she's put in a club, put yeah. in a closet, yeah. <laughs> in a cupboard. That's not punishment. So I've, I'm just so, so, so I've just gone, um, gone into the kitchen, picked up one of those knives, and uh, <laughs> this, it's not going nowhere dark. <laughs> gone into her room, this is just a, just a, just a dinner knife. And I've just uh, turned the TV off, taken the plug, just chatting to her, like, oh, how, how me? What you, so, how you been today? Just chatting to her, undoing the plug, take out the fuse, go to her stereo. Take out the fuse. Just while she's she's gone, she's realised, she's gone, oh, what are you doing? And I've gone, oh, I'm just taking out the fuses. She's gone, why? It's like, well, you're, 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 you're being punished. You're in your room through punishment. It's not an entertainment centre. And I was like, just just going back to that, like her mum would be like, Oh, the TV's too heavy to take out. This was before when TVs used to have back offs like J Lo. Yeah. And um, <laughs> um and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Well, just take out the fuse. Like Yeah, there's always yeah, a way. Yeah, there's always a way. And that's a, so it wasn't even like I didn't I didn't shout at her. I didn't have to smack her, it was just like just done. And at the same time I was doing it, just like, Oh, how was your day? So what did you do? Why are you in your room? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Well that was silly, wasn't it? Da, 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 da. Well, here you go, you can't use these I'm gonna I'm gonna take these home with me. when I see you next time I'll bring them back. And that was it. See that's good though, because there's actually like a, a long term concept like yeah, I'm yeah. taking these shoes, I'll see you in three days. Yeah. You know the 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 thing with that, like I so I've got like over a hundred students, right? And there's always That's a lot of fuses. well, there is that. <laughs> But um, there's always, every month there's one or two parents where I speak to the parent, I'm like, look, your kid needs to stretch more at home, they need to be training doing this, you know, or they'll be telling me that they're not doing well with their homework because, like, 
my thing is I'm not teaching martial arts just so you get good good at martial arts. Like I want you to learn things that you can then take through to other aspects of your life. Yeah, definitely. But they'll say, yeah, yeah, he's just always on the computer. And I'm like, all right, do you not want to like get him off the computer? They're like, no, I can't. I'm like, he's seven years old or he's nine years old. You can't get him off the computer. Like if you give it to him, you can take it off him. Yeah. And I feel like some parents are almost like scared yeah to discipline their kids I don't know why that's come about I, so you've probably heard the game Fortnite. Yeah, yeah so there's been a lot of stories and stuff about kids being addicted to it and you hear like if you listen to like talk radio or other shows and stuff and kids have been attacking their parents over it and all this and it so being into tech as well when i hear this stuff and then people blame the game for being addictive or people yeah. blame um, the phone for people you could use in their phones too much and to me and it's not like parenting it's a cop out isn't it yeah but par- parenting it's not to say parenting's easy but to remove batteries from a controller is easy to take a controller away and stick it in the glove box in your car is easy do you not think though like my so my thing is I'll, I'll say it's laziness and, and I'll, I'll back it up till the cows come home but it's, it's the same thing like when you go to a restaurant and you see kids playing on iPads. Yeah. It's so much easier for the parent not yeah, to deal with it. Definitely. Just let them go play on the computer. Definitely. I don't have to deal with my kids. Yeah, and I think I think I think a lot of it when when these parents seem to be complaining that their children are acting certain ways, I think it stems back to I think parenting, you have to kind of set the, the boundaries very, very, very early on. You can't like give the give give a kid a phone, then give them an iPad, then give them a computer, then give them their Xbox, and then they get a game that they're addicted to, and then all of a sudden you want to take it back because even the routine you've allowed them to get in, you're now disrupting. Hence, why they're acting out. Yeah. If you're, and that's what I'm saying with 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 my daughter, from from very early on, it wasn't oh one chance, two chance. Oh, if you do it again, oh, I'm going to tell your mum, or I'm going to tell this person, or I'm going to tell your uncle. It was literally like, I've said this, you know it's wrong, end of. Like, what? And sometimes I'd, I wouldn't even tell her off at the time. Mm. I'd wait until she was going to do something, just be like, nope, you've done that. And there was never no argument because she knew, and that was it. Mm. Um, if she'd done something more, if she was a little bit more naughty, after I made the point, I'm like, yeah, and when I go, I'm going to tell your uncle as well, so that when you go and see him, you're going to get it from him as well, or whatever other family member we're going to get, we're going to see. But I think it's it's so easy to put a, a tablet or a controller or stuff in kids' hands and then... Just don't have to deal with them. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be honest, even to some extent, I'm a little bit guilty of that. So, like, my kid's only one as well. It's terrible. But he... So I, I was like... I, I said to my wife, like, before, before she even gave birth, I was like, we're not going to give him iPads and tablets and, you know, get him you know, into tech too early and all this stuff. Mm. Now, um, after my wife gave birth, we went to her mother's house and we stayed at her mother's house for a little while. It's kind of like a culturally normal thing for Asian girls to go to their, their own mother's house. Yeah. Or at least that's what my wife said. I don't know if that's true or not, but in her case it is. And um, in the morning especially, when he like my kid was being a bit loud, Hindi music got him like he was just like hypnotized by it okay and now whenever we're feeding him he he gets so distracted 
by whatever's going on, he won't eat. But if we put Hindi music on the TV, and it's like certain music videos, no. like, like someone's will, some of these videos will come on, and he will not listen to it, he will not watch it, he doesn't care. It's like he knows exactly, this is the song that I like, that's the song. There's about 15 songs that you can play. If you play any other song, he's not interested. So we play these songs when we're feeding him, and it's a bit of a cop out, but it, it's just easier yeah, to feed yeah. him. Like he's distracted yeah. by that, so let's just give him that a little yeah. bit. And but I think the reason, maybe the reason why Mia's kind of better behaved is because you didn't give her those chances, and you, as you said, like you set those boundaries so early on that that's all they know. Yeah. The problem is when you don't have those boundaries, then you try to implement them. Yeah, you exactly. can't go straight from one extreme to another. Exactly. And it was like for me growing up, it was it was weird because sometimes my parents would give me warnings. Yeah. Other times, no warning. Yeah. And sometimes, like, um, so my my dad he he give me he give me proper like my dad knocked me out three times in my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And. Um, Clean knocks me out, like unconscious, <laughs> and I still remember it now. Like I'll give you an example, and this 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 one, it was this one was like totally unjustified. This is just straight up bad parenting. So I was I must have been about five or six. So I was a young kid as well, and uh, we lived in this house that had it was a masonette had like a long L shaped corridor. There was one light in the middle of the corridor, and it was controlled by a switch at either end. Yeah. So he'd be around the corner of the L. He'd turn the light off and then he'd crawl around the corner going, scaring the hell out of me, right? And I was like jumping up to reach the light switch because it's quite high. I couldn't reach it. So I was jumping up, jumping up, and eventually I'd get to it and I'd flick it on. And then he'd be there and and then we'd like play fight. And and he'd do play fight. So then it was like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. So we were doing this for like 10 minutes. My legs were too tired to jump anymore, right? (laughs) And... Being that young, you are genuinely scared. Like, yeah, even yeah. though it's your dad, whatever. Yeah. I was legit scared. I was like, this thing is not my dad. He's going to eat me, whatever. <laughs> and I still remember it, like, really vividly now. Yeah. But, which is a surprise for what happened next. So I was trying to get to the light switch. I couldn't get to it. And I just panicked. And I just threw my leg out. And I kicked my dad straight in the face. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so bearing in mind, like, I'd already started doing... um. Well, actually, my uncles were teaching me like ta- uh, taekwondo and wing chun and stuff, and I was like four or five years old. I've been surrounded by martial arts since I was a kid, so like, I give him a pretty decent front kick, and it hit him right under his chin. And he, like, he was fine. Obviously, yeah. I'm only five, six years old, yeah. but he'd had like a, he'd had loads of dental surgeries and stuff. He had like veneers from when he'd got into fights when he was younger and stuff. So yeah. he was like really paranoid about his teeth. So in that moment, he was so angry. I remember he grabbed my arm, he pulled me so that he'd like spin me around so yeah. that I wasn't facing him. And he kicked me up my backside so hard. I, oh. took, I like, he lifted me off the ground and my face hit the front door wow. and I bounced off the front door. And when I woke up, my dad had his hands up. He's like, champion of the world. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but, but legit, like that, that was it. Out. Yeah. And, um, but then like, there was another time I can't, I actually can't remember what I did, but, my dad kind of let me off and, and he was like, a, so my dad, he'd hit me with a belt sometimes. And uh, I was sitting in the living room, he was telling me off. And for whatever reason, he's like, do you know what? You're not taking this seriously enough. Go get the belt. And I was like, no, 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 dad, please, please, please. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I understand. I'm, I'll go to my room. It's fine. He's like, no, no, no. I told you, go get my belt. Don't make me tell you again. 
I was like, Dad, please just let me go to my room. I promise, like, I'll stay in there yeah. all day. Please, I don't want to get the belt. And I was like, at this point, I'm already starting to cry. That's the worst one, isn't it? When they make you go and get <laughs> like, Go get my belt. weapon of choice. Yeah. Make sure you get the thick one. You come back with a belt. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, the one yeah. with the buckle, the big buckle. <laughs> so I was like, no, 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 please don't, please don't. He's like, okay, you don't want to get it? Fine. Go to the shed. I was like, okay, what do you want from the shed? He goes, you know that big spanner that's hanging up? I was like, yeah. He goes, I'm going to beat you with that. Go get it. I ran into my dad's bedroom, right? I got the biggest, thickest belt he had. I brought in. I literally, I grabbed my dad's belt. I ran into the room with it. I give it to my dad. Like, I put it into his hand. Wow. And I pulled my pants down the side of I was like, hit me with the belt. He was like, go to your room. Um, and if you come out, you get in the, you get yeah. in the spanner. I was like, I ran to my room. I must have stayed in there like three days. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I come out. But so, so it was like... It was like, on the one hand, I'd do something so, like, innocent. Yeah. I, I didn't... Obviously, you're a little kid, five, six years old. Yeah, yeah. Hit me for no reason. Like, yeah. realistically, I was a kid. Like, I didn't really hurt him, whatever. Yeah. And then I I can't remember for the life of me what I was doing in the second incident. Yeah. But I do remember it was something serious because my mum had already told me off and then my dad was telling uh, me off after, like, it was that serious. Yeah. And, and there was, like, so many examples of that where I had very inconsistent parenting. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing that was quite kind of consistent was the fear of catching a beating. Yeah. So whenever I did anything wrong, I was like twice, three times as scared as most other kids because I was catching old school beatings. I yeah. wasn't getting these new school like, yeah, yeah, we'll give you a little slap. Yeah, I had none of this naughty stuff or whatever. No, Time out and that. My parents had like a little a little closet with all their weapons of choice. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and that's the thing, like coming from so coming from like a, a violent home. Yeah. I'm I'm very conscious of not wanting to be like that at yeah, all. Yeah. So like even when me and my wife argue, yeah. if she says if she like for example aims she can swear in the argument, yeah. got no problem. If she obviously people use their temper and swear. Yeah. But if she says you're effing this or yeah. if she aims a swear word at me, I'm like, No, you need to stop now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think once she's like just like minor little slap on my arm. Yeah. And I, I just turned to her, I was like, if you ever hit me again, you got malice running through your mind. We're going to have some serious problems. I'll kick you out of the house. Yeah. And she's like, what? what, what? I said, Look, I come from a violent home. Right? And reflexively or reactively, it, it's, it's, I don't have that thing where I'm like, no, 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 I could never hit a woman. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to sit and pretend like, like I am because even my mother, who was a victim of domestic violence, taught me from a young age if someone puts their hands on you that's them engaging in violence with you yeah. you defend yourself yeah if they and and this was like in the early 90s but which kind of for us doesn't seem like that long ago but yeah, yeah. in in terms of like we used to sit on the laps we didn't have car seats so much back then yeah, you exactly. know yeah. late 80s early yeah. 90s seat belts. yeah exactly and you have like seven eight people in a car you weren't really worried about getting pulled over the yeah. police would drive past they didn't care <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah, so my so my mum was like, anyone hits you, you hit them back. Yeah. End of. Yeah. End of. And even at times where my older sisters would would hit me, and I'd hit them back, they'd then go and tell my mum, and she'd be like, you hit him first. What do you expect? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I said I said to my wife, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. If you attacked me, yeah. How well I could hold myself back? Yeah. Like, I would like to think I would just restrain you. Yeah. Right. So let's not go there. Yeah. And the worst, I think. 
obviously it's it's weird because I've been in so many violent situations. It's yeah. like I used to run pubs and stuff and I'd get into fights and whatnot and bottles smash over my head, whatever. Explains why I'm so dumb now. But um but yeah, so so violence isn't that scary to me. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think especially now, especially with social networking and media and stuff, yeah. people think violence is so far away yeah. that they push people so far. Right. And then, right. and violence is never really that far yeah. far away. We are we're animals inherently, yeah. so it's it's in our nature to want violence. So that's why for my kid, I'm like, I don't want to hit him. Yeah. But if I see him going a certain way, yeah. and words are not doing it, mm. a slap will will be tested. Yeah. If I see that it's not working, if I see yeah, you slap your kid on the back of his leg yeah. or whatever, it's not doing any good. I'm not going to keep doing it. It's, it's yeah, nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 I've had times where I haven't, no, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily threatening me, but when she's acted up and because I wasn't there all the time, so I'd see her on weekends or a couple of times during the week. So she's got two, three days in between seeing me where, you know, the rules that I'm applying were slightly different to whether she's at school, whether she's with her mum, whether, you know, wherever else she is. Um, and I've said to her, like, do you want me to be one of those people that hit their kids to stop for you to listen, you know? Um, only as, as a sort of question, but it was never something that... See, I don't... I guess for me, and probably to do with my upbringing, often, and maybe this is this is why partially why I'm against it because for me it wasn't necessarily even if I had done something wrong like there was me my older brother and my sister who's a year younger than me and most of the time it was my sister who would be the naughty one and uh, if but if, if at the time my stepdad didn't know who it was he would line us all up and hit us until okay. someone Some, came someone forward <laughs> and we would be saying it was her it was her but until the person admitted it until me or my older brother used to end up admitting it just to get like five more licks and that it'd be finished. Oh damn! Even 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 but like. Did your sister get slapped up as well or not? Really? Nah, she oh, used to get away with it most of the that's time. That's why. Um, my sister was the same, you know. Yeah, and even I, I mean, some of the things, some of the things like um, I remember, like I'd see one of my uncles, and they'd, they'd just give me some change out of their pocket, a couple of quid of that, and um, so on the way home from school, I'd go and buy some sweets. So then I'd, I'd get home and be like, where's the money you were given? But like, oh, I spent it. On what? And I'd have the sweets and on these. It's like you're supposed to save your money to do it. And to teach me to do that, I'd get beats for that, for spending oh. that money and things like that. So when I think back to it, I don't know. I think maybe my my experience of getting beats was never, wasn't always because I'd done something wrong. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think I'm all right, so... Do you do you find like like there's I can think of examples where I felt almost nostalgic about the beatings that I copped when I was a kid. Do you know what? I'll tell you what it is, right? I'll tell you what it is. Because sometimes I see I see certain kids and I'm like, wow, they need beats. Yeah. <laughs> they need some serious beats. Do you know what I used to do to um uh I so I've got my sister's got uh, five kids. So that so the oldest three I used to take them out. They're very close to my daughter's age. So I used to take them all out. My daughter, was, as I said, she, she was good. I'm with her. 
Um, and obviously, I can't, I can't tell off my sister's kids. And to me, because we, they're brought up very differently, yeah. how they would, how they're acting, like, it's more of annoying. Plus, there's three of them. Like, right. having to do with one kid is one okay. thing. You can have the patience. You can have more time. When you have to do that with four kids, it's very different. So I can understand people losing their temper and having less options to and time to be able to say, I need to explain this to you, da, 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 you know. So you say you couldn't discipline your sister's So kids. not in the same way. So what I actually used to do, sorry about this, Shah. So I used to incentivize them because kids can fight kids, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I used to break the oldest one, say, right, you're in charge of the next one. If he does anything... So I say like, right, at the end of the day, if he's good, I'll give you a tenner. So now if he does anything... Blackmailing <laughs> so if he does anything... So if the next one down done anything too wrong, then his older brother was going to tell him off. Right. And I'd incentivize the middle one to look after, to the, look younger after the younger one. So if the young one's out of hand, then yeah. he will sort of... And the oldest one's loses. too busy being responsible for the exactly. middle one. Exactly, and it used to work a treat. It cost you like 20 quid yeah, extra. It cost me about 20 quid extra. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... See, so... Uh, so I used to my nephew my sister's kid I used to take him to school in the mornings mm. and sometimes I'd pick him up and um, it was weird because up until up until that point I'd discipline my my nephew in front of my sister yeah and from the like the household we grew up in mm. it's all good like say whatever you want to say if he's been naughty he's been naughty yeah. you, you punish him accordingly so I was taking my nephew to school and they're all kids just playing around the playground yeah. and then he started doing this thing where he'd run around to the other side of the building yeah where i couldn't see him and there was actually a gate right next to the, right next to that side of the building and it it was quite enclosed so if someone did come and grab him for example yeah yeah i wouldn't know about it so i gave him like five six warnings because he's not my kid i was like let me just keep warning him he's gonna get the message yeah so i was like kid if you go around there again i'm a, i'm gonna slap you right i'm i'm gonna slap you. you so you do not go around there again yeah but in my mind i was like i can't slap him he's yeah, not my yeah. kid i'm not i'm not gonna slap him yeah but he did not listen right so when he comes back around i'm like all right i told you i'm gonna slap you right he's like yeah that's okay do you want me to slap you he's like no i said okay well you've got two choices you can take the slap or you can do 10 push-ups yeah he was like, oh, I'll do 10 push-ups. Yeah. That was it. Done with it. Right? But get this. Two days later, mm. I get a phone call from my sister. Yeah. She's like, uh, my, my boy said that you, you made him do 10 push-ups in the playground in front of all of his friends. I was like, yeah, I did. She goes, okay, why did you make him do that? I was like, did he not tell you? She goes, yeah, he did. And she sounded like really annoyed. Yeah. I was like, what did he say? Because his shirt was untucked, so you made him do push-ups. <laughs> I was like, "All right, I should make him do some more," because that's not the case. I was like, "Look," and I told her what happened. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "All right, cool." Mm. She put the phone down. I was like, "Cool." Yeah. Like a minute later, she calls me back. She's like, and she just spoke to her husband at that point. Yeah. She's like, "I just spoke to him, to my husband, and he's not happy." And you know what? I'm not either. I was like. You were fine. You were fine a minute ago, yeah. and she's like, "You can't make him do push-ups." I was like, "Why not?" She goes, "Cause that's not that's not how you deal with him. That's not how you punish kids." I was like, "Okay." I was like, "So I'm not going to take him to school anymore." Yeah. She's like, "What?" 
if he knows I can't punish him, yeah. what what is he going to do knowing I can't punish him? Yeah, yeah. What's going to happen now? Yeah. And that's, I think, that's another thing with kids now. Yeah. They get taught from school. My nieces came home from school, my wife's yeah. brother's kids, come home from school reciting the number for child line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like, what is, is that? A, this is a random thing. It's even like, it's even like, um, even like, like, I was, we, I grew up broke. But our brothers and sisters, you had what you had. And you know, no different. And you have fun. Yeah. But, like, kids know what poverty is. Like, and poverty is a measurement, a metric. It's a math, it's almost like a, a mathematic. It doesn't even mean you're necessarily broke. Yeah. But even things like, like, I've heard kids saying, oh, I live in poverty, like, you don't, you know. And they, the way some of these terms are thrown out nowadays, yeah, people, it's, it's weird. So, my family was, like, I'll give you an example of how poor and you can gauge it as how poor you want to see it and whether or not that's true poverty or not. So we had one gas heater in our house. Yeah. We we had we had a central heating system. Mm. It never went on. I didn't know that radiators got hot until I went to a friend's house to stay over. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, went to lean on the radiator and I was like, Jesus. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, that thing's really hot. He's like, it's a radiator. They get hot. I was like... I never knew what they were for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was one. We wore layers to bed. Yeah. That was two. We we ate shepherd's uh, what was it corned beef hash corned beef and baked hash. beans. Yeah. Right. My mum would make it in bulk, and we'd have it like four or five days in a row for dinner. Wow. And my my dad, when we started to get like a bit of money, this is like our first step out. Yeah. We got cable TV, right? But it wasn't Sky. It was like um. I was like, the only other time I've seen this kind of system, because even when I tell people, they're yeah. like, what? Like in the UK, it's like, never heard of it. In the States where you go to like motels and you put like a, a dollar oh, in the, yeah, in the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. So we had this box that you put on top of your TV. Yeah, you put a pound in it and you get to watch TV, yeah. right? My dad, this is how broke we were. Even though we had enough money to get it, my dad would take that unit apart and take the pound coins back out do, of it. Do you know what we used to do? Because there were times when, when um, like my mum would be like, oh, you know, she's out of change or whatever. And we got it down to like to perfection where where it goes, where you put the money in and it slides down into the back of the like yeah, the unit. unit. So we used to put the pound in, tilt it ever so slightly, so it went over the set side and quickly tilt it back and get the pound back out uh, and then keep doing it. Nice. So it was like keep topping up. Um yeah. So similar sort of thing, man. Radio rentals and then ones back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, ours was like radio music. rentals and then Granada not and... not answering the front door. Yeah. Because <laughs> then bailiffs are coming. And to yeah. be honest, even... And that's the thing as well, like, there's a, a, a generation difference. Mm. And the, the thing that I'm worried about with my kid mm. is that he's not going to learn through the mistakes that I learned through. Yeah. So I, I watch my parents. I watch my dad... <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I don't really talk to my dad anymore, so I don't mind snitching yeah. on him. But we'd go to like uh, we'd go to the scrapyard to get parts for his cars, yeah. and he'd like put the odd little part here and there in his toolbox. Yeah. And he'd, he, I'd be like, Dad, isn't that stealing? He'd be like, No, it's liberating. We're setting it free. <laughs> and then my mum used to tell me how he'd like. We used to have a lot of change around the house. Mm-hmm. The money that we did have, it was all change. My dad used to take uh, phone boxes apart and take all the coins out oh, of phone wow. boxes. <laughs> so. But but the thing was like growing up that poor, yeah. 
the like a big treat for us yeah. once my dad started to earn better money once a month we'd go to harvester yeah and now people look down and like spit on yeah, harvester like yeah, it's a terrible yeah. place to go whereas my childhood was like oh my god we're going to the harvester yeah. we get free salad cart we're gonna get yeah. dessert and i'm like my son's not gonna see that le- yeah. that level of poverty yeah i don't want him to think that he can just expect that yeah. he's gonna get what he wants Definitely. and one of the things i said to my wife was he will never he will never go without things that he needs yeah but he can want all he wants yeah that's that's definitely one of the things i'll do differently um with my next child i think because i felt well at the time i didn't but but um when i was older loads of things my that i couldn't have i wanted to make sure my daughter had um one of them that sounds stupid is like you know you used to have like the book clubs yeah. and they used to like I was never able to get a book unless I was, unless not by legitimate means anyway and um, when so when we used to bring back like little pamphlets with the books and the book you know the travelling book clubs that would go to their school I used to be like Mia get a book get a book I used to be forcing them should just be like mm, I don't want one <laughs> and I'd be like no no get a book Mia you shouldn't you know trying to make almost exercise these 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 rights so to speak and um yeah but i definitely will change that that's one of the things i do worry about like funny enough do you, do you know gary v yeah yeah so it's something he said similar actually if you've like, got facebook you know gary yeah yeah so he says something similar with regards to growing up like there's a certain resilience there's a certain hustle there's a certain mentality that that growing up with a bit more hardship kind of enables and i do wonder sometimes if like, it's not to say my daughter won't have it, which I have to get a different way. Like, yeah. I, I, I stopped living with my mum at, like, 15. So I've had to do lots, you know what I mean, by myself and figure things out and learn to pay bills and learn to do all this, this sort of stuff. Um, I've, yeah, you know, and I've got to my, got myself to where I am. Um, and, yeah, I do. I do. So I try and school me up lots mm. in just terms of finances, trying to be savvy, trying to do lots of stuff. But it's a very different. It's very different lessons. It's not. It's not. She's not learning it in the same way. Yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, though, just going back to what you're saying about making your nephew do um, push-ups. push-ups. There's two things with what you said there. So when we started getting a bit older, and she did like be a little bit of hand, she went doing her homework, even towards GCSEs, or wasn't doing things. That's what I used to do. I said I'd, I would literally drive to her at five in the morning, get her up. We're going for a jog. We're going for a, if this is what you're going to do until you start doing this, and it would just be like I just tell her. Call it boot camp. Like, yeah. yeah, going for a job, get up, get her out of bed. Just, but one the, with regards to the choice as well, I think that's such, for, um, with regards to like my nephews and my daughter and everyone, like other young people I've had to look after, when you give them a choice, it's almost like psychologically giving the power back to them. And mm. rather than saying, don't do this, or if you don't, don't I'm going Yeah. It. You could, you, if you say to them, right, it's either this or this, they will choose one. Yeah. They'll choose one. You know? Yeah. And it's, and that's, so, weirdly enough, with the with the push-ups though, so the organisation that I'm affiliated with mm-hmm. through teaching Taekwondo, I went on, they have like coaching courses and stuff like this. So I went on one of their coaching courses, which is a bit weird because I've been teaching for like over 10 years and now yeah. I'm going on a coaching course. And there was a big debate um 
the the official line from the governing organization is that they don't condone giving students push-ups as a form of punishment okay which obviously i stopped doing it as soon as i heard about this yeah because i'm I'm not going to break the rules previously obviously in the past before i found out about this what i would do is i would let's say you got one kid in particular in the group that was really naughty yeah First, I'll just try to give him push-ups. I'm like, okay, you're going to do 10 push-ups. Yeah. And uh, and it was actually, it was funny. There was this little boy, um, and he was only about six, seven. He goes, no. And I was so shocked. I was like, <laughs> did you just say no to me? And because of, and generally, the thing with like, good parenting can generally be done just with a, like a firm tone yeah you you speak in a certain tone like even my kid already he knows like us if, if my voice sounds like this he knows he's done something wrong yeah, yeah. so um he, he looked at me straight he's like no i'm not doing push-ups and i was like okay i have to think on my feet now right because i can't actually beat the skin off your bones yeah <laughs> as much as i want to <laughs> right now so i uh i said to the rest of the class i was all right i asked him to do 10 push-ups he didn't want to do them. You all have to do 20 because he's not doing them. And everyone turned to the kid. They're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Right. So they all did their 20 push-ups. I was all right. Now you've got to do your, your 10. And if you don't do your 10, they're all doing another 20. And then they're, all these other kids just look at him. He's like, damn, yeah. I get down and do my 10 push-ups. Yeah. He did them. And then after that, that was how I, I enforced push-ups. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to warn you. Then you're going to get push-ups. And after that, I'm not going to warn you again. Yeah. The whole group gets push-ups. Yeah. And I found it so much easier to teach large groups. Yeah. Because, and it, even like if you've got a group of kids, if you say, right, if one of you steps out of line, you're all it. getting yeah. punished. Yeah. Like what you did with your like yeah. bribery thing, but <laughs> mine's free. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, police yourselves. Because yeah. if you don't, you're all getting punished. Yeah. And it's like a communist way of thinking almost. Yeah. <laughs> like I think you ultimately, though, like, going back to what I was saying, like, Kids from a very young age, like people from a very young age, know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Like they say, like the first thing that a kid learns is how to lie. So when kids, like for example, a kid will cry, yeah. and they will see that the mother comes or the father comes yeah. to see what's going on. Yeah, true. Yeah. So then they go, "Hmm, I'm gonna cry, see what happens." Yeah. Because last time I cried, mum came. Yeah. Cried, mum comes ah, this is how you get mum to come. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they say, like, you should leave kids to cry a little bit. Like, don't oh, leave your kid, yeah. a kid screaming or whatever, yeah. but leave your kids to cry a little bit. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I do... I, oh, man, it's, it's so different. Like, because of... Everyone's got a different ideology on, like, what yeah. is the right thing and the wrong thing? Yeah. And I do worry as well, because my, like, my wife's Asian background, right? Yeah. She never got hit as a kid. Mm-hmm. And she... And her brothers lived at home till whatever age. Yeah. And although it wasn't the case of her because, you know, she married a white man. I think if she'd have married an Asian guy, her family would have had to pay for the wedding. Yeah. And all that kind of, like, certain certain like, traditional aspects of, yeah. of their culture. And I'm not from that culture. So when I was, like, 15 and I was still living at home and I was still in school, my dad was like, you're paying rent. You're paying yeah, £50 yeah. Pound a week. Yeah. Fifty pound a week for a fifteen-year-old. That's a lot. Of that's money. a little hustle, right? Yeah. You got you could get that money. Even now, that would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing was, I was working full time for my dad from the age of thirteen, and at thirteen, like at thirteen, I was getting paid I think twenty-five pound a week. 
which to a 13 year old, I, felt, oh, I was 12 actually when I started. But, yeah. um, and then when I got to 15, I was getting like 150 a week, wow. which sounds, sounds good, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd finish school at 3.15. I would catch the 3.35 train from Maidenhead to Burnham, which took 10 minutes, that's 3.45. I would fast walk home by five to four. And by five past four, I was in the car on the way out to work with my dad. Wow. And he was like, you do homework in the car. I could not write in the car to yeah. save my life. Yeah. I gave up. I didn't do a single piece of homework. Not one. From 13 to six. I didn't do coursework for my GCSEs. Wow. I just could, like, yeah. I did whatever coursework I could do on my lunch break. Mm. I did in my lunch break. I couldn't, I could not like write in the car. And I'd get home at midnight, one o'clock. And then when my brother was born, I'd look after my brother when I got home. Because my mum would like, like knackered just from watching him yeah. a little bit, whatever. So, so I'm, I'm sitting there going, at what age am I going to make him start paying rent? Yeah. And my wife's like, never. Yeah. He's our son. You know, you have a kid, you raise your kid. Yeah. And it's your responsibility to, to you know, give your kid a, a, as good a foothold on life as yeah. possible. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. But when he leaves this house, yeah. he's going to be paying rent or a mortgage. And like you said, like you moved out when you're 15. Yeah. So you had to learn that quick, right? Yeah, yeah. And it did you good. Yeah. Right? Because you learn those lessons and you make those mistakes very young in life. Yeah. So I'm sure when you're 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, even 22, 23, yeah. you're making stupid mistakes. Yeah. That now, if you look back, you say, oh, I'd have, I'd have done things so much differently. Definitely, yeah. But part of becoming an adult is learning through mistakes and if you shelter your kids too much if you give them too mm. much there's no mistakes for them to learn from yeah, yeah and if you tell them this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong they want to do it yeah so telling them oh don't make the same mistake i did they don't know they don't really they, they never felt the pain that you felt yeah, from making that, that particular yeah, mistake yeah you know like a, a very basic version of that is how some some parents put their kid's hand on the hot radiator yeah so that they learn that the radiator is hot yeah yeah. You know, at least you've like they they say the uh the best lessons are always the hardest learned. Yeah. And that's my concern. Yeah. Is that if if my wife's like, No, no, culturally we don't do this yeah. and at that time I'm too soft to go or tough because yeah. it's the right thing for him. So because I, I, I have this I have this problem because similar I guess what I was already saying, like obviously so with we've we've grown up I guess in a way that you could say is was tough. Mm. We're in a much better circumstance now. We went through that through circumstance. So, do you then make your child go through it even though the circumstances are different? And for me, it's trying to find the balance. It's like, I, I can, although, like, I, I see what, I see how it's helped me. I see how, but I can still look back and go, well, I guess that wasn't ideal. Yeah. So it's just trying to get that balance of... Yeah. It's like even um, like a small thing, a parent tip if you are struggling for money, with the little body suits that you buy for babies, mm. as they start to grow and they grow out of them, yeah. just put socks on them and cut the feet off them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or cut half the foot yeah, off them so yeah. they've got something that at least comes up. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's what we did because yeah. we, and and we reused all of our kids' clothes. Like yeah. my younger brother was wearing the same stuff that I was wearing, yeah. and my youngest brother was wearing the same stuff as well. Yeah. 
when my kid was born and he started to grow out of his stuff, yeah, I instinctively just went, well, you just cut the feet off it. He's got little socks, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. My wife looked at me like I was smoking crack. She was like, <laughs> you, you do what? You're going to you're gonna make our kid wear raggedy clothes. Yeah. He's only just born. I was like, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I was like, nah, that's, that's not on. And then I'm thinking like, when it comes to, so, so we went on holiday this year. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he wasn't even one. He'd already been to the Sistine Chapel, right? <laughs> I went to the same place on holiday. Whenever we did go on holiday, we went in a tent in Devon. We went to the same place yeah. for the first 15 years of my life. Right? <laughs> to the point it's where just... we, the staff at the resort, mm. it's not even a resort, it's like a campsite that yeah. we went to. They all knew us. Wow. Especially because my parents used to get in fights and all yeah. the security. <laughs> so, so it's it's weird because I'm like the the interesting people that you know tend to come out. I think we we spoke about this before. I think the most interesting people you know tend to come out of like challenging yeah, circumstances definitely, definitely, or challenging yeah. childhood circumstances. Yeah. And even when you look at um, certain successful people, like Spartans, look what they do. Yeah. <laughs> 300 that's it kids get afraid to the walls yeah man like and a, a lot of a lot of people that have done very well in life didn't come from great upbringings yeah. or great backgrounds yeah. especially athletes yeah Espe- especially well especially yeah. combat sports athletes as yeah. well like you look at um some of the like the, the top level fighters yeah they all got bullied when they were kids yeah, yeah, the big true. brother used to beat them up or their parents true. whatever yeah. and and that's I don't want my kid to become a fighter as much as I've enjoyed competing and stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't want him necessarily to, to take that path. Yeah. But there is something in it that that you learn a very valuable lesson from. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's I think that's for me the balance. It's like there's certain things like I try and teach my daughter so she at least gets it or at least if when she's in a situation or if she's in a situation, she can almost, ah, oh, I remember dad yeah. said this sort of thing because she doesn't have to live it. Mm. Um, I've taken her to like where I grew up. Um, I tell her, you know, I've told her like some of the hardships. Not... This is where I got mugged. Yeah. This is where that old man tried to touch me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you know and, and, and I'll show her lots of stuff to try and get her to appreciate how lucky she is yeah. and even with funny enough actually I remember um, I took Mia to so growing up this is one of the things I used to do as well I always used to let every time I took her out I often used to let her bring her friends with her or one of her one or two of her friends with her um, and obviously she enjoyed it going with her friends and it let me kind of get a good idea of where her friends are and also allow her friends to respect me mm. Um and we went, where did we go? I can't remember, we were up near Leicester. And one of Mia's, we went to Harvester, actually, on the way back. Um, Mia's friend, we went to Alton Towers we were coming back from. We stopped up at Harvester, I think it was the one of the Leicester junctions. And um, one of Mia's friends, the, the friend Mia was with, had never been to, been to Harvester before. And she said so. She was like, oh, I've never, I haven't, oh, this like, oh, and she was quite excited about being to Harvester. And Mia's reaction was, how could you have never been to a Harvester before? 
and it was like obviously I had to sort of check her but straight away I had to check myself and it was like I mean this was quite a long time ago but it was it was one of those kind of although I was trying to do it anyway it was one of those moments I had to go well I need to make sure she's not becoming it's fine to become accustomed to stuff but not to a point where you're not recognizing that it's a privilege yeah you know so we had a sort of long conversation about that um and i'm sure you you know i I should get one here one day but she'll tell you how much i chat to her about stuff and we end up talking for ages um about things but yeah that was one of the things isn't it you know just kind of made me check myself and be like wow like you need to have words about like you need to watch what you're doing and how you're doing things and and things like that and on the flip side of that i've now got like students that i speak to and i was like oh you've been harvested like no, I don't go to, to harvest yeah, mate. So true. I wouldn't it's be so seen true. dead inside a harvest. A free salad cart, and it's not covered. It's open to all the bacteria in the world. No, no, no. I'm like, and even again, like my wife, did you wash his hands? I was like, no, I didn't wash his hands. Yeah. But but you're feeding him. Yeah, I'm feeding him. I'm holding the damn fork. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not washing his. But he might touch the food. It's not going to kill him, love. It's really not. Yeah, it's but, true. Yeah. But it's is really that so? Okay, so here's, here's, here's the thing, because, you know, we'll, we'll probably... How long have we been going for? Uh, hour and eight minutes oh, now. Oh, snap, I thought it was like half an hour. Yeah. All right, so we'll, 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 wrap, we'll wrap up. up soon, yeah. Think of, um, like, a, a parent tip, a parent tip that you give, because, so, like, I've got some really basic ones that yeah. actually turned out to be, like, oh, they're so... They're, yeah. I found them to be really, really helpful. Yeah. So, um, like, one of the things we found saved us a load of money... Mm. Instead of buying a pram and then a car seat, yeah. we bought like a travel system yeah. that, that that was like a bit more obscure. Like we actually went to a baby show, and that's that's one thing I'd say is go to a baby show before your kid's born so you can see everything okay. that's on on the market. Okay. But one of the things that we saw was like a, a travel system. So the Moses basket that yeah. that initially is called to clip onto the pram, yeah, you could the one that we got, you mm. could also put it in the car, yeah, and use it as yeah. a kid's seat, yeah. That the, caused the first argument because I bought it second hand from a lady at work. Oh, she just had a baby. I bought it home. It was brand. It was a, clean and similar thing. Oh, I'm not having my daughter in a second hand forever. And that's the thing. Is I was, I was like, no, 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 no second hand stuff for, for my kid. Yeah. Um, even my wife's like, okay, but certain things would be alright. And I was like, do you know what? I never saw a brand new thing when I was a kid. Yeah, like, yeah, everything yeah. I had was used. <laughs> like I used to get um. You know, you get those little, they're like uh, like telephones, but had wheels on them. So it doubled up as a car. I never knew it was a telephone because all the numbers were worn off. So I just (laughs) (laughs) didn't know. I was like, whatever. And oftentimes, like the actual handset or headset was like ripped off it as well because some other kid had his way with it. So, like, that's one thing. Um, Another thing is like uh, one of our friends bought us one of these, or let us borrow even their Tommy Tippy machine, which is because I'd never heard about this either. Mm. They were like, you don't know, you don't know. Mm. So you put in, you put your um, the bottle under the, the water dispenser and you press however many ounces it is yeah. and it gives you like a shot of boiling hot water. You add in however much powder you need to have and then it gives you warm water so mm. that it balances out however much it is. Yeah. You always get the perfect temperature bottle yeah. instead of making it with boiling water and then waiting for it to cool down yeah. or whatever, whatever, whatever. So on the one hand, initially I'd be like, "We'll get the Tommy Tippy machine," yeah. but if you ain't got that money to do that, yeah, it's, so a, it's a lot easier yeah. to get a flask at night, fill it to the brim with boiling hot water, yeah. 
right? And then fill up the rest of your bottles with cold water yeah. or water that's cooled down after it's been boiled, so yeah. at least you know it's clean. And fill them up with two ounces less than what you need, yeah. or even an ounce. If you're having like five ounces, you put four ounces of cold cool water. Yeah. If you're having six ounces, you can generally, obviously, because you need more warm water to heat up. Mm. Then in the middle of the night, I would have like uh, little containers that had the right amount of scoops of powder in them yeah. and they were sealed and then I'd have the flask so instead of in the middle of the night having to calm downstairs put the machine on wait for it because yeah. it really slowly pours the water out as well wait for that and then stir it up mix it in and make sure that everything is perfect I just had this stuff up in my room so when he woke up I'd get up pour the um, pour the powder into the cold water mm-hmm. pour the two shots of boiling water in there put the lid on shake mm-hmm. it and give it to him yeah. so I I ended up not having to come back down. For me, that was like the best idea I ever had in my life. <laughs> like it beats any idea I had yeah, before. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, this will save me. And weirdly enough, one of our friends just had a kid. Yeah. And we told them the same thing. She was like, no, 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 you can't do that. I was like, why not? She goes, because the water's not going to stay hot. I was like, it's a thermos flask. Yeah. The idea is like it, it will keep it boiling yeah, yeah. she's like no, no no it won't work i was like listen if you don't trust me on it it's fine just fill up a kettle boiling hot water put it pour it in the thermos make sure you put it to the brim yeah. seal it come downstairs in the morning and have a cup of tea and tell me that water ain't hot enough so she hasn't got back to me yet but i'll stand by my word <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's been times in the morning i pour out that water and it's still steaming hot yeah yeah so like for me that was another like savior Life of an hack. idea yeah man yeah I'll probably two tips obviously since my daughter's a bit older I would probably say the first one what we mentioned earlier like give your kids choices mm. like the worst and the not quite as bad and they'll always five beats or four <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> it always but it allows you like I've found from my experiment it just stops the arguments like it's not oh no oh no oh please please I'll do it's just like this or this and then they'll 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 inevitably choose one um what was the other thing I was just gonna say it's kind of gone out of my head now it was I'm gonna have to say something while I'm thinking no man I'm gonna let you too I'm gonna let you I'm, I'm enjoying it oh, what was <laughs> a bit cold silence what was it? Gonna have to I should have, I should have made another cup of tea or something, man. It's starting to fade, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I can't remember. It's gone. You don't have it's two gone. things that you learned from. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, no, 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 man. Just, just hit real uh, So, so here is one. Here's one. Um, whatever you give your kids, make sure you understand it. That's one okay. of the biggest things I'd say. So, just with regards to a phone, just with regards to um a computer tablet like your kid had to download fortnite know they're downloading fortnite like you can put codes on all of this stuff learn how to put parental guidance and all of that stuff on stuff um, on computers tablets all of that kind of stuff um you know and then you're gonna you, you'll you'll understand when your child is playing fortnite which is a hundred just for people who don't know it's a battle royale, it's 100 people and it's last one standing. If they're down to the last two people and you're trying to pull that plug on them, I'll be fuming. But if you get it, you're going to be like, right, that's it. As soon as this is done, 
and you can have a balance of them. And the, the other, the last thing I'd say, this is what I was going to say, is I think this has been massively key to the relationship I have with my daughter. Is take an interest in what they're interested in. Mm. Like I'm, I used to watch wrestling when I was little, WWF at the time it was called. I don't really care for it now. My daughter got into it, so I had to start getting into it. You know, and it just allows you to have something to talk about. And I, what it also does, what I found is, it makes you a, a subject matter expert because I can come to her and be like, oh, not only am I up to date with what she's doing, but I can also say, oh, the old school stuff, this, 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 this. And they always bring people back every so often. So then when they want to talk about something, like they'll come to you. When they're, they're asking a question, they'll come to you because, like, just by default. You know, um, yeah. So they're, they're they're probably they're probably the 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 things I'd say. I mean, I've done that with regards to WWE, like Twilight, um, some of these other. Oh my god, man! I feel the originals. I think it was called um, this this other vampire thing that was more recently. Um, just just lots of stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like I've, I say to her now because I can. Like some of the stuff was just trash. I did not care for it at yeah. all. You know. Um, but it stops, like, we all, if, if you'd hope we all remember what it's like being a kid, being a teenager, and that distance we sometimes felt between our parents and not thinking that they got us or clashing and things like that. And I think it just helps bridge that. Mm. Of inevitably, inevitably, your teenager will be moody at times, but in those other times, you've got things to kind of talk about or even if they're moody and they're sitting down watching WWE for example or playing Grand Theft Auto you could join in with them yeah do you see what I mean so um, that's probably as I said it's it's, it's, it's it's time consuming and sometimes it's jarring but the rewards you get at the end of it mm. I think are, are massive do you know when you were saying about the tech thing mm. <clears throat> it did make me think that a little add on to that would be to maybe maybe kind of chauvinistic term would be to like be a man about it if you say no to your kid you need to teach your kid that that's what it means mm. i've i see so many times kids get told no they ask again they get told no they ask again they get told no they keep pushing they get it yeah so as soon as you've done that once and yeah. kids are smart they're like right all i need to do is ask seven eight times yeah. pester like this push this tantrum here yeah. tantrum there i'll get it yeah. If your kid learns that no means no, yeah. the first couple of times are going to be really, really difficult because yeah. your kids are very persistent yeah. and oftentimes they're more persistent than you are patient. Yeah. So yeah. they will wear you down yeah. and you're like, oh, sod it, just have it, fine. Yeah. And this is, this is, this is what I was saying about not, I didn't give a warning or mm. I said once and then that was it. I think, I think the term is, well, there's a, a, a what do you call it? Russian negotiating. I think someone told me the name is where basically they say, if you say, like generally when we're negotiating or we're bartering, I would tell you a hundred pound, you would tell me 20 and then we'd meet at like 50 or 60. Mm. But what they call Russian bartering is you start a hundred, I start at 20 and I do not move from 20. You can go 90, 80, expecting me to rise. And I just Stick to my guns. You're not. And that's it. I give you fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> you push too much. Exactly. I lower price. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I've 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 already made my decision, and that's it. Yeah. 
and that's that's um yeah with like the same when people you know allow kids yeah. to keep sort of pushing and pushing and pushing that's it. what one of the things with me it was always like it makes no difference to me yeah like, I, like, I don't i don't care i think like that's really important as well mm. like when i've even when i've been like disciplining my students yeah i'll tell them right if you do this this is a punishment yeah then when I tell them, right, you've done it, that's the punishment, yeah. you're going to go do it. They'll they will throw a tantrum, they'll start crying. Yeah. I'll get on my knees, I'll sit right in front of them, I'll put my hands on their shoulders, I'll be like, kids, look at me, look at me. Do I look like I care? Yeah, this is it. I don't this care. You can cry, keep crying, cry for another 10 minutes. Yeah. You're still going to do the punishment. Exactly. So you can do the punishment yeah. and get on with the class, or you can cry and then do the punishment and get on the class. Because yeah. otherwise, the consequences will get worse. I'm not upset with you. I'm not mad at you. I'm fine. Mm. I don't care. I'm yeah. good. You're the one that's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And, and once they see, like, you are one cold-hearted son of a gun, yeah. they're like, all right, I can't play games with this guy. Yeah. And, like, and also... Or this girl if you're a mum. I'm sure there's, there's an aspect of it as well when your mannerism, like, your tone hasn't changed. You're... It's, it just is what it is. Yeah. It's not. It's not you do something and you're going to get a different reaction from me because that's when you keep they they'll keep pushing because they they're getting feedback. Mm. And it's like, no, this is what's going to happen. Oh, but please, please, no, this is what's going to happen. Oh, well, I'm going to get on with my life. Um, you're only going to make it worse for yourself. Fuses yeah. are going to come out your TV again, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's this or this, and then that's what it comes down to the choice again. It, it it's this or this, you know, and. Uh, ultimately, they'll they'll make a choice. No, no, that's 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 fairly sound parenting. And since so. since your kid's not a drug addict, not yeah. in jail, this is true. <laughs> and this technically true. an adult, I think you know you got there all right. I you hope got so. There right. I hope so. Time will tell. Yeah, man. But um, but yeah. So we'll we'll wrap up. We'll uh, I did say even uh, about doing a. We'll do it at the end of every podcast. Just one uh, a little old school thing, like a throwback. Yeah. Um. Oh man, there was so so there was there was two things right. I wanted to do like a song and a movie. Yeah. So the movie that I'll suggest is This Boy's Life. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And Robert De Niro. Okay. Old school movie. Mm-hmm. Um. And do you know what I noticed as well? DiCaprio narrates a lot of movies. I okay. watched uh, I watched Gangs in New York the other day, and he narrated that. He narrated the beach. He narrated this boy's life. Yeah, yeah. There was another movie as well that he narrated. I can't yeah. remember it, but um, so yeah, so that that's it. I'd recommend it. if you haven't seen it, yeah. this boy's life, decent movie. Um, and the song that I was going to suggest is a uh, Red Man uh, Smash Sign. Yeah, true. That was like um, I I is remember. That Adam yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was. I remember. This is really bad. <laughs> I bought that on, I think it was on CD. It must have been on CD at that yeah. point. I'm sure it might have still been on tape. I might have got a tape copy of it. Yeah. I, pl- I pulled a sickie the next day. I, I, I was like, my, my parents were like, why aren't you up? You need to be going to school. I was like, no, no, I really don't feel well. I'm going to be sick. And then my, I knew my parents were going out as well. Yeah. So I stayed home from school. And I listened to that song on repeat until I knew all the words to it. I was like, yes, this song, for me, that song was like yeah, so yeah, raw. Yeah. I was like, man, this is like, 
it, it invoked emotion, which I feel like music should do. So even if yeah, you don't yeah. like hip hop, especially because it's got that, um, is it Mozart at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Or some sort of classical. Or Tchaikovsky or yeah. something. Um, so yeah, I was like, that intro mm. built it up. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't heard it, Red Man, Smash Something. Yeah. I actually, the only place I could find it was Spotify. I looked it up on YouTube and they're all remixes. Okay. I can't find the original anywhere okay. other than Spotify. Okay. Even though I don't really want people on Spotify because that you know, rapes artists. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, what's your, what's your throwback? So my throwback for the song, for a song, is um, an old Jay-Z track, Jigger My N-Word. That's literally the title of the song. It's produced by Swizz Beats. It's, hold on, is it, is it Jigger, Jigger? No, no. It's, it's not that one, is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, funny enough, this track, I was at a club. Um, and I fancied this girl. And this tune came on. It was the first time I heard it. And we were like, tune. If you're like late 90s, early 2000s, Swiss Beach tunes, it starts off with such a like these sort of bassy horn kind of music. And it's one of those ones like it's got an intro, a really powerful intro. You just kind of stop and the bass just drops. So listen to this. Everyone's going nuts. Like the first time we heard it was like tune. We're talking about this tune. We're talking about this tune. This girl who I fancy is like, oh, yeah, going on about how much she loves it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I've got that at home. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so I had to go to HMV to now try and get this tune because now I've said I'll lend it to her or I'll copy it for her. So Jay-Z's album at the time was um, Hard Knock Life Volume 2, um, the one with uh, the Annie song. Yeah. Um, so I think that's his, it's, obviously it's a new song, that's his new album. Get home, flicking through and I weren't even a big Jay-Z fan at this point. Right. Now, I think it's, it's great. It's it wasn't time. on the album. <laughs> it wasn't on the album. So, I couldn't return it. I'm now trekking through. Do you remember HMVs have the import stuff? And they yeah, used to be yeah. super expensive. Yeah. So, it was actually on an album called Rough Riders Ride or Die. Yeah. Volume one. So, I, this was like £22. I had that album. We're talking like late 90s. I yeah. to so now I've spent over £30 odd pound trying to find this song youngsters anyway, youngsters do not appreciate it. what a white label was <laughs> exactly, back in the day exactly. i say to kids now like i used to get all the white labels they're yeah. like what is a white label i said it's a song that's like maybe it's just been released in yeah, america yeah. or it's not come out yet in america yeah and we haven't heard it yet because it's not really been released yeah they're like what DJ the hell are you talking about first, yeah like when we went to see uh, clinton sparks yeah, 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 yeah. It's but, a long yeah. time ago. But yeah, so what's your, what's your movie though? Um, yeah, so just to wrap up that story. Oh yeah. I ended up copying it for her. CD burners and them things. And I ended up getting with her. So it was all worth it. Okay, um, that's a justified song <laughs> And my movie is uh, Legend. Old Tom Cruise movie. Okay. So this this is it's one of those kind of um, fantasy action films. Right. It's one of those ones where I believe if I went and watched it now, I'd probably think it was trash. Uh, yes. But you know, like, um, but uh, at the time it was amazing. It was, um, and it actually the, the villain in it used to scare me. He looked like a big red devil, but he only had one horn, and the other horn was broken. 
and Tom Cruise huh. used to have this. You probably would have recognised it. It was really popular. Legend. Legend. Yeah. Legend. It. it was called. I'm it was an English film. Um, kind of in the vein of like Willow and what was the? Is it Gods? Of, not Gods of Egypt. What was the other one? And there was like a sequel. Uh, with the guy who starred in. Oh, oh hold on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember this film. Oh, what is that? What's this? Not God, but it's it's one of those sort of fantasy like adventure kind of thing, kind of like labyrinth, willow. I think it was like kind of like ancient Greece, mythical type of thing. Tim Curry was darkness in this movie. I can't believe you're scared of Tim Curry. Man. <laughs> was it Tim Curry or was a bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And right. you know what? The the woman that was in it, she played uh, Van Damme's wife in uh, Time Cop. Because ah. I saw the picture, I was like, she's kind of hot, old school, nineties hot. <laughs> if you like eighties nostalgia, I'll check out Legend. That's my uh, yeah, that, throwback film for the week. That film was released in, guess the year, guess the year. 83? Close, 85. 85. 85, so that is a... But do you know what? I'll be honest, if you're below the age of 30 and you go back and watch, I don't think you'll have it in you to watch this film. Like Isn't My it? wife can't watch these kind of old school movies that are blatantly old school. It's weird because you can, there's, it's like, I feel like the 70s, Sorry, not the seventies, the eighties. Films are harder to go back to, but you can go past. You can go further back, and there's some classic films that have aged well. But a lot of eighties films didn't age well. Yeah, there was like, um, like the Never Ending Story. Yeah, like if, if if you say to someone our age, the Never Ending Story, they'll be like, oh, that film was so great. Yeah. You put that on now. Put that on now. You get about ten minutes All into the animatronics it. And put stuff. this crap off now. Nah, you wouldn't be yeah. able to watch it. Yeah, but. Okay. Like, I'd like to see Flight of the Navigator. Do you know what? I was just talking to my wife about it the other day, yeah. and I was surprised that she'd even watched it because she didn't watch those kind of old school movies. Okay. But I'm probably gonna put that on now because <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it for ages. Yeah, yeah. Like when he when he wakes up and uh, and he's like, "I want a Pepsi." They're like, "What flavor?" So what do you mean, what flavor? They've got like yeah. 17 different flavors yeah, of Pepsi. Yeah. So it's weird. But um, okay, cool, cool. So yours is Legend is the movie and the song is Jigger My N-I-G-G-A. Yeah. Not E-R. E-R. That's like a hard R. That's racist. <laughs> right? Ah is all right. You can get away with that. Um, yeah. And mine were This Boy's Life and yeah. Smash Sound by Redman. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you did get all the way to the end of this, our inaugural, our inaugural, inaugural, inaugural podcast, then yeah. Um, yeah, maybe uh, you can put a little comment on our Instagram, which is NGA Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we actually haven't uploaded our first uh, YouTube link, and we haven't uploaded this, obviously, onto Stitcher yet because we're all pre-recording it. We will, at some point in the future, I'm sure, end up live streaming, which would be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, so hit us up on NGA Podcast with any suggestions, stuff you want us to talk about next week. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, was there anything else? Anything no, else? I think that's... That's a wrap. That's it. All right, cool. Peace out, people. Peace out.